episode 17 of Title Subject of Change. My name is Adam. I'm your host. Sal is here. What's up? Hey, I remember this show. This is the show where we, uh, uh, don't we talk about, like, SmackDown or something? No? What? Wait, no, no. It depends on the... Wait a minute. This is the show where we go back and watch WCW Nitro because you never did. That's right, right? No? Wait! I feel judged. Is this the show where you watch NXT UK because no one else will? No, that comes out on Monday. Oh. Well, this will come out on Monday, too. But oh. I feel like I feel like you're making fun of me. No, I don't remember what this show is. It's been a while. <laughs> I'm more making yeah, fun of me. It hasn't really, but... To me, it feels like it's been a while. It's been too yeah, long. Yeah, because I was asking you, and you kept saying no. So. I was fulfilling my network obligations and watching crappy WWE, which is, like, the worst right now. But, you know. Why do you think I'm four months behind? They don't even have a good oh. WrestleMania build. I'll put it that way. Oh, <laughs> shit. I just realized you're going into the build for Survivor Series. Yeah, you'll quit re- watching wrestling at that point. You're gonna, you, so, so what you're saying is you're going to have a fun uh, 37th, 7th, 8th episode of WrestleMania Salvation? It would be the 37th episode. 7th, 7th. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> Oh, I mean, it's WrestleMania, so we'll, even if it's bad, we'll find great podcast content. That bad bunny match is gonna be fire. Um. What bad bunny match? They haven't announced anything yet. <laughs> hmm. It's almost like you're assuming you're, you know what the card's gonna be. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah, this is the show where Sal presses a button and then the machine tells us what to watch. Um. Last time on the show, we watched the next-to-last episode of WWE ECW, and then Sal thought that that wasn't enough punishment and made us sit through another episode of Mid-South Wrestling from 1982. In retrospect, that might have been a bad idea. (laughs) Then, uh, after the show, after the the recording stopped, Sal complained about uh, the way the randomizer picks things, so it has been slightly reprogrammed. your your chief complaint was that uh, the way that it was the, the way that it was doing it, going by section on the network was uh, not providing a, a proper uh, a proper ratio of uh, certain content uh, you know based on the number of the number of episodes of raw versus the number of episodes of say wccw exactly whatnot. and it's the truth because raw has fucking 1700 <laughs> episodes so, so what what's going to happen now uh, when you hit the button is the ra- the randomizer uh, is going to choose a date, and then from that date, it will choose uh, an event. Ooh, I like it. So it it will tell us the date first, and then it will tell us what what event uh, falls. Uh, well, what event fell on that date that it has decided. Uh, we need to watch. You okay. know, if that date ends in zero four, we're gonna be like, no. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's uh, that's how this works, folks. There's a there's a machine. Sal pushes a button, it makes a noise, and then it spits out a little piece of paper. What button? It's like a it's like a Bazooka Joe, except it's not a comic. It just says, "Watch this, fucko." So yeah, what button? 
The button. <laughs> what button? Where is this button? I oh, is it? Move, I didn't move the is, button. Is it right here? Boop! <laughs> so the date that the randomizer has chosen for us is is May the seventh. And so also kind with of you. A, kind of, not May the fifth. May the seventh. So we're kind of we're not fourth, quite yet okay. into summer. <laughs> kind of late late spring ish kind of thing. Oh no, that's an awful time in the WWE. Uh, it, it, it has decided upon, uh, May the 7th of, uh, 2019. Oh no. No. Oh, at least there were fans. Plus, uh, <laughs> plus I also programmed it so that if you do that thing you do that bugs me when you hit it again and down behind my back, it'll be the same date. So keep that in mind. It'll be the same uh, date? So first off, we have May the 7th of 2019. And an episode of 205 Live. So, on your, uh, on your WWE Network there, because that's still a thing, uh, this is going to be the last episode with the WWE Network, so I'm going to have to reprogram the randomizer next whoa, time. Whoa, 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 anyways. Why, what? Why are you waiting <clears throat> up? We never get a chance to talk about this. Okay. Five years ago, no, seven years ago, the WWE Network launched. It gave us as podcasters a whole bunch of choices on on different podcast shows we could cover. It was 2014. Yep, because it was right after Punk left. That's one of the reasons why he left. (laughs) And I instantly forgot about him because I got to have the WWE Network. And I didn't care anymore. (laughs) Um, Oh, you're right. First launched February 24th, 2014. So what – and now he's selling it, so it's now just a section on Peacock TV. Which is in, fine. in the U.S. anyways. Yeah, which is fine. But what do you think of the overall success in your mind of the WWE Network? Like for you personally and like on a on a wrestling fan level. I mean, for me, it's been fantastic because we because we have access to these to these things now that we that we wouldn't have had access to otherwise. We have access to the entire WCW library. Well. Not the entire library, but you know all of all of Nitro, all the pay per views, some Saturday Night <laughs> Thunder, whatnot. That that really that wouldn't that wouldn't exist otherwise. Like WCW, WCW when it got it got bought out in two thousand one. I guarantee you there was nothing in the plans of Vince McMahon to say, "Yeah, let's uh let's release those pay per views on DVD, pal." And so we, it would just be, it would just, it would be sitting in a closet somewhere in Stanford, <laughs> collecting dust, basically. And people would uh, say, so, "Remember the time Arn Anderson fought Flair?" And you'd be like, "No, that never happened." And you, and we'd be like, "No, it really did at fucking Slamboree '93 or something." <laughs> I'd say same for same for basically most of the 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 WWE library at this point, the WCW, ECW. Uh, you know all the 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 territory libraries that they have now. We we would not you and I sitting here would not be would not go. Hey, let's watch some Mid South at any point because we wouldn't no. know wouldn't know that it existed first off and right. wouldn't know how to fucking find it. So. Right. Um, <clears throat> I think to be honest with you, I think the network. Something I didn't think was possible when it first launched 
it changed the way we watch wrestling. Completely changed. Dude, there was no more like, oh, I wonder if I should buy this pay-per-view this month. Or, there was none of that. There was sure. no, we got sure. every fucking pay-per-view. We just turned it on and it was there every Sunday. Sometimes, sometimes, occasionally the feed might have been fucked up. Um, but very rarely. Yeah. In fact, it was really towards the beginning because the very first pay-per-view, um, the WWE pay-per-view, not, not NXT arrival was WrestleMania 30. And you were at my house at that point. Mm-hmm. And so was Coco Sean. And it froze up for a little bit during the Bray Wyatt versus John Cena match. And I remember like having to close the browser and refresh it and like all oh this stuff. Oh my God, stuff. that's right. Um, and we were worried that's how it was going to be with the network. It really was never like that. Yeah, yeah, no. So for all the content, for all the, the you know, we knew it wasn't going to last forever, right? Like, I think maybe there was some point that we were thinking, this could actually last forever. <laughs> but it didn't. He sold it. And now here's the problem with it being on Peacock. Who knows what they'll include? Who knows how much they'll start charging in a couple of years? Who, you know what I mean? Who fucking knows? They have us by the balls now, the Peacock TV people. Vince could kill us. He's like, I already got my billion dollars. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't expect Peacock to ever try and charge it as an additional, like an upcharge as a, in addition to the service. But there is, there is that the thing now. Well, let me put I mean, you if too. You pay, if, if you pay for Premium Plus, it's still the nine ninety nine a month. Dude, but. I did not know that Hulu advertised things that you don't get with your regular Hulu subscription unless you add the fucking HBO Stars add-on or the live TV add-on. Like, you have to pay for extra shit on Hulu. Did you know that? Uh, I knew I knew that was a thing on Disney+, Plus because we had talked about that uh, with uh, the live-action Mulan in the yes. past off-show. Uh, off, off, uh, yes, but... Yeah, but that's the thing. That's what I'm worried about. Like, what if what if Peacock is like, you know, you can have basic tier of WWE Network, but if you want all the classic content, that's going to be an extra five ninety nine a month on top of your Peacock subscription. Yeah, I mean, to be I'm honest, not... we were spoiled. The price never changed for seven years. We paid ten bucks a month, and we literally got everything. And then when we got everything, they gave us more stuff that we didn't even know we wanted, like the territory shit. Or like um, progress, or fucking, you know, these indies like evolve. Like we, what, what? <laughs> yeah, I again, I'm not, I'm not too concerned about that at this point. I'm, I'm mostly concerned about the the ad integration. Um, so I may end up sticking, paying for the premium plus uh, at this point. What I'm most concerned about. Uh, not only in terms of this show, but in, in general, is how long it's going to take them to integrate the full vault, as it were, into the into into the Peacock service. To be fair, because right now, right now, we can do this show for another about fourteen episodes until we until we run out of shit on Peacock. Yeah, unless we start want to want to start watching. Uh, modern episodes of raw 
Um, or, or, or SmackDown or, or whatever. <laughs> for, the, for those of you listening at home, Sal just got a very worried look on his face. Um, because, because we were, we were talking, well, we can pull the curtain back. We were talking about this before we went on because to see, to see what the future held in terms of what future episodes, because my, uh, my WB Network subscription ends on Saturday yeah. as, as we record this. Um, and so there are, uh, there are 10 WCW pay-per-views currently available on Peacock. There are 10, uh, pay-per-views that are labeled Attitude Era on Peacock. Yeah. Um, and then you've got, I don't, I, I didn't check. I went, I actually watched an episode of Raw on Peacock the other day because I was down, I was downstairs in the living room as opposed to on, uh, on the computer here. So I didn't have the network. I only had Peacock on the, the Plex box. Uh, and literally it, it did, it did, it was the, uh, it was the Raw from the night after Hell in a Cell. Yeah. So it did the whole opening recap of, you know, after the pay-per-view. Here's what happened last, last night. night. Oh, my God. Drew, uh, Drew, cell. Drew McIntyre lost. Drew McIntyre and, got tossed off the cell and fell through the table awkwardly. And then and then it did a commercial break. <sighs> and then it played the raw opening video, like the titles, the music the music and the theme song. Going up. And I was like, fucking really? Okay. That being said, how long has it been since you watched Raw on cable? A long time. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of fucking ads on Raw if you want to watch Raw Live. You know I mean? Not immediately after the opening recap package and before the the, the musical montage. Uh, we've seen that on AEW before. Because it did have all the other ad breaks as well. We've seen that on AEW. We've gotten on, on TNT, mind you. They've done the opening video and then, like, immediately do a commercial. At least once. And we all were like... Did they fuck up? What the fuck? And I think it was. I think it was a fuck up. But still. I don't, I don't remember that happening. Anyway. Anyway. So what you're saying <laughs> is our selection is going to go from like 21,000 hours to mm, 10. <laughs> about, yeah, about 40, give or take. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm most concerned about is how long is it going to take the, the vault. That I'm not really connect. concerned with because these are two major players. Peacock's trying to expand their... their Subscribe, subscriber base. Um, the last thing they want is for people to start canceling because they're not getting the same content they used to get. You know what I mean? Even if we are only a mere two million, even the wrestling fans. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I think you've stalled your fate long enough. Um, I think everybody at this point has been, was able to find the episode while we were talking. If not, uh, go to in-ring, go to 205 Live, click on 2019, and scroll down to May 7th. Oh, I should have um, been doing that, huh? <laughs> uh, I will read the description. If you're not, if you don't have it by the time I finish reading the description, then pause and find it and come back. It says, in a main event that has been weeks in the making, Akira Tozawa and Mike Kanellis look to end their rivalry in a no disqualification match. Arya Davari goes head-to-head with Noam Dar just weeks before his Cruiserweight Championship match against Tony Nese at Money in the Bank. Plus, the Singh brothers are in tag team action. I, seem to, I actually think I remembered this episode a little bit. Because I'm one of the weirdos that watches 205 Live. Well, uh, um, I was. <laughs> I, I used to watch it all the time. And then... uh. They stop caring, so I stop caring. So, and what I mean by that is, 
do you do you remember they just stopped having it on TV some nights? I think it was right when they moved to Fox. And they moved SmackDown. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. And then just like some weeks they're like, Are we gonna do two oh five live this week? We can do No. This. We can do this. Alright. And now now it's like can we just tape it like before NXT? Yeah, it's, it's they, and they don't even change that. They don't change anything. It's still the yellow ropes, the NXT fucking <laughs> turnbuckle pads and everything. Yep. All right, you ready? Uh, I think so. Hold on one second. I I hope I'm on the right fucking thing. I really do because the network was acting weird. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, after we just praised it, how awesome it is. By the way, it. Um, ever since they they opened they launched on Peacock, it's been acting weird. I don't know if you noticed that. All right, I can't say that I have. I am ready. All right, so we are at the zero 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 mark of two hundred five live May seventh two thousand nineteen. I'm say three two one play. We'll hit play on play three two. Play. Oh, it's this intro. Bop, 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 bop. Don't they still do this intro? I think it has different music now, though. I fast forward through it anyway, so. Because now it goes. Hi, Maria. It's Maria Canellas. Where this man standing next to me. This extremely talented this, man. My piece of shit husband. No, sorry, that came later. That came later. Better than the best. For 16 years, all I ever asked for was an opportunity, a chance to step in the ring with the very best. Wait, 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 wait. Prove that I am as good as I tell you I am. Why couldn't Mike Canellas cut this promo on Raw? This is my opportunity. Not him. I'm not blaming him. Why didn't they let him cut this promo on Raw? A former cruiserweight champion. I don't know, but he kind of looks like Only Lorca. Um, no, he does. That's that's not. Now nice. we have cut that out. We, we have a we have a Huey Lewis song as our as our theme song on this show yeah. because I chose it. Uh, and he got a Huey Lewis on the uh, on the jacket there. Power of love. That's the power of love. Sounds like you're gonna get a fair fight. I feel like if this Mike Canellis and Maria got this type of story on Raw, they would have got over. You have no chance. Instead of being like, Mike, open this door, I'm gonna kick you in the vagina. You've had your wife interfering. Oh, I forgot about that. No, you didn't. Oh, well, if you oh, did. No, no, no. I forgot about that specific line. <laughs> I was gonna say, if you did, now you remember. You cost Tozawa a cruiserweight title opportunity. You've made my friend's life a living hell. A living hell. For once, you've tried to break it. And you think this no disqualification match means you can finish the job tonight? Let me fill you in on a little something. Whether I'm out there or not, no disqualification. Hey, whatever happened to Brian Kendrick? Is he still on 205 Live? On 205 Live. Someone who once fought this man in a street fight. Let me. I don't know if that's good or bad. Mike is doing this kind of. You're screwed. Weird mentor character. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> well, that well that didn't go with that music staying. <laughs> no, we get this like super epic music, and Zawa just smiles. Sudden grin. Yes, I was um, all about this opening song. By the way, 
I thought this song was fantastic. Oh, the song's great. Oh, you like? Still- okay, I was gonna say, do you like it or do you not like oh, it? Still- yeah. Hey, only one. Uh, it's so much better than any of the songs they use now. <laughs> and that's do, all three I, fucking brands. I do actually kind of miss uh, Drew like for a better tour of five times. I remember that. That was even before this. That was uh, like in 2018. Uh, PowerPoint presentation! Now Drew Gulak does nothing. I hope that's a mouth guard, not that mouth. That's a mouth. Also, I think this is right around when I stopped watching. Okay. It was at, right after this feud finished. I was like, all right, no more reason to watch anymore. Nigel. Nigel. We have Nigel, Dick Joseph, and Aiden English. Yes. Oh, dude, I feel bad for you. This is Vic Joseph. In the before times, <laughs> it's even worse. As Jeff would say, this is crazy. Yeah. He's still on 205 Live, by the way. By the way, this theme song, I don't remember if I mentioned it before or not, but when uh, when we went to Money in the Bank in Hartford, we had a match, and this theme song played for so goddamn long. <laughs> And it's a fucking CFO theme song, so it's the same 45 seconds over and over again. Yep. By the end of it, it was Tell me so how grueling was uh, that matchup tonight against Drew Gulak. You're bleedingly annoying. Every single match I have with um, Gulak. Speaking of which, you may know this, you may not. Um, is Tony Nese, like, still there with the company? I think so. Pretty sure. At any point during your match, I feel like I've seen him recently. I could have came out. Now again, remember, I'm four months behind, but I feel like I've seen him. How do you go from? But I just want you to know that. Two o five cruiserweight classic. To two o five live to having an occasional match on NXT. Like yeah, this is the this is the money in the bank. Yeah, but that's what I mean, like. If you're Tony Nese, I'm saying that's the, mo- that's the money in the bank where I heard Ari Dewari's okay. theme song for like five fucking minutes. There you go. Um, how do you how do you get on that? You do, you go you go uh, by being fucking boring and one note. No, what I mean is, did he peak at 205 Live and it's just riding out your days until you get released at this point? <laughs> Like, I can't see them ever, like, doing anything with him or bringing him to the main roster or nothing. That's what I mean. So he's just sitting around waiting to be released, right? Like, you peaked on 205 Live. Not many people could say that. I, I, oh, I feel like he's probably just taking the title. The title of Breeze like, Hey, I got a job. Tastes pretty good. Look, even look, all of the like name. Oh, he's also boring as fuck. His whole, his, all he has is I have eight apps. No, he is, let me count them for you. He's absolutely boring as fuck. The point is, it's gotta suck because all of the other people, like uh, Cedric, like Buddy Murphy, um, all of them, even Tazawa, they all are on Raw or SmackDown. Absolutely no MDR for. 
the devil. Look at my Apex. The Cruiserweight Champion. Look at my Apex. Oh my god, he was the worst Cruiserweight Champion ever. Everybody want. Everybody kind of liked it when he won the belt, and then they were like, oh, this guy sucks. He's he's hand-slapping, boring, white meat face guy. And like Ikumanako, I'm hotter than you, bad guy. When he's fucking not, look at him. He looks like a fucking doofus, but his work's not bad. His work's not bad. His work. His in-ring work is not bad. All right. That's all he's got going for. (laughs) So he's Lance Storm. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big cock. How you doing, guys? Presume, presume, presume. Allegedly. 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 Oh, shit! I remember that dude. That dude's awesome. He's on Next to UK, isn't he? No, I'm Dar. I like that dude. He's wicked fucking good. No, I'm Dar. Is he doing anything? Because he was for a couple episodes in Next to UK. He hosts this. He hosts a talk show. Oh God, he's one of those. And then uh, he says, "Would be a little bit more happy would be Drew He has a match at uh, uh, NXT UK Prelude before WrestleMania with Tyler Bates for a for a shot at the Heritage Cup Championship. Oh, that's a pretty good match. So. Wait, what the fuck is the NXT UK pre-takeover? Is that what you said? Prelude. It's, it's Prelude. still on Thursday and it's still a normal time slot, but it's the it's the Thursday before WrestleMania, so it's a special episode. So they took matches from taping six months ago. And they're going to air it on Thursday at 3, and they're going to call it the prelude to TakeOver. I'm sure that they probably planned it out that way. Well, at least we'll get some good matches. They knew when the episodes were going to come. No, that's what I mean. Hey, Tyler Bate versus Noam Dar, I'll watch that. Sure. Also, that's that's when we get Vulture versus Rampage Brown for the title. Oh, now tell me about Rampage Brown. Is he going to beat Walter? Probably. All right. He's that good? He's worth it? Joe Coffee. All right. That's something. And they've already able to roll out. Is it good? He's certainly more interesting than Vulture, so I'll give him that. There we go. Oh, I think Artie's drunk. <laughs> he tries to grab look the rope, the, and he's just look, like... Look at all the empty seats. Oh, yeah. Smackdown ended, and these people were like, fucking going home. Now, mind you, this is kind of what we're going to watch um, when when fans come back to the arenas in the WWE. It's going to be a bunch of scattered people. But, but at least there's a reason for that. Uh, do you remember when the WWE had the amazing idea of putting on 205 Live after SmackDown? That's what I'm saying. Because that made sense. That's why all these seats are after SmackDown ended, and they're like, ah, it's 10 o'clock, I'm going to... Okay, switch. I don't give a shit about no Dar. If you took your son to SmackDown, would you bother staying for fucking 205? Luckily, he was able to turn it around on Noam Dar. Uh, at this point, I think sure. that honestly would well, depend on him. He's getting shitty because it's 10 o'clock and he's tired because it's three hours past his bedtime at that point. Then you have no interest. You're just going to be like, yeah, I'm going home. Well, yeah, because I'm 
spend an extra hour at the show or or spend an extra hour dealing with a shitty six-year-old. And how many people who wrestle on 205 Live had to deal with that reality by the fans? Like, how do you how do you compete against that if you're on 205 Live? Other than like going completely like let's get blood and guts on this show or something like. And you tell me, if you're going to have a normal wrestling show, with oh, we're going to have some good matches, dude, you're lucky if 800 people hang out. <laughs> yeah, but also, at what point do you start telling the people, come down, like the ushers, come down. Oh, I'm come, sure. Come down. Dude, all those people. Look, there's, there's, there's three, fourth row seats right here. Come down. All those people in the front row were probably sitting in the balcony. <laughs> Oh, if we stay later, we get to sit up front. <laughs> yeah, but it's too fun to lie. Ah, you're right. Let's go. It's only on the network. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? NXT was only on the network, but I look forward to that when it was only on the network every week. Well, that's NXT. That's NXT. The responsibility of holding the cruiserweight Swear to God, if they put 205, if we stay, we can be front row on Peacock. If they put 205 live before SmackDown, it would have done much better. Even with the viewers, like on TV or, or the network, whatever, I feel like people well, they still would be like, aired it after. "Yeah, sure, but oh, Cobra Clutch." I was gonna say "Million Dollar Dream." See, oh. fucking Vic Joseph just said the Million Dollar Dream. Wait, Vic Joseph knows name moves. Move names? Yeah, you know what? I know English. This is hilarious. Vic Joseph knew move names before he came to NXT. And then, uh, and before actually he came to Raw first. When he got to Raw, Vince told him, or must have told him, no one wants to hear the names of moves. Just go, oh, just uh, just react. Because ever since he came, ever since he was on Raw, all he does now is go, oh! Or, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Let me tell you, let me tell you something, pal. Back in the back in the early nineties when I was on Monday Night Raw, the people loved it when I would just yell, "What a maneuver!" So you need something like that. Nobody cares. Nobody cares what your flippy dip bullshit moonsault's called. All right. Just make noise. Just fill noise. That's all I need from you. You're a warm body that makes noise, okay? Okay. Yeah, all right, Mr. McMahon, sir. Oh! I can do that. Oh! Jim, <clears throat> Jim Ross and Michael Cole don't really know the names of moves. Still. You know when Jim Ross used to name the referees? Remember that? <laughs> Those are good days. Chad Patton over here. <laughs> Referee Mike Kyoto with a two count. <clears throat> Referee Mike Kyoto is going to watch. going to watch Randy Orton because that man is known to be a snake. Who the hell told you to give those referees names? Well, I didn't, I didn't give them names, sir. They have names. I don't care what their names are. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, hold on. But you admit that Jim Ross and, and Michael Cole do not really know the names of moves, correct? Not now. Jim Ross did in the 90s. He doesn't now. Sure. But at least they know how to call a match. Like, Vic Joseph just going, Whoa! That's not calling a man. <laughs> I wish I wish I could spell that because that would be the episode title. Title subject to change, episode seventeen. Oh! Near fall by Noam Dar. 
And then, completely. You know what I'm else he does? Are we, even, are we watching this? Yeah, I no, know. I'm watching it. <laughs> you know what else he does? Because this is how much I fucking hate Vic Joseph. <laughs> He He reacts to certain things like he just saw his girlfriend drop her dress. Like he he goes, oh, what a what a move! See, he just did, ooh, ooh, boobies. For me? Did you know who his girlfriend is in wrestling? I'm just waiting for Vic Joseph to yell. Is it my birthday in the middle of a match? Do you know who his girlfriend is in wrestling? What's that? Do you know who Vic Joseph is going out with? I feel like I did know at some point. I don't remember. Mackenzie Mitchell, the interviewer from NXT Raw SmackDown. Is that is that supper time? I don't know who's supper. Yes, that's that's dinner. Uh, snack time. No, dinner time. That's dinner. No, snack time. I remember snack. Yeah, that was Kathy Kelly. No, this. Yeah, it's dinner time. It is. That's a hell of an ankle. Jesus. That's the person who Vic Joseph is going out with. Okay. And every week, Jason and Ginger are like, "Why? Why does she go out with Vic Joseph?" And you know what? They're not wrong. Maybe he's got a big old donger. That's what everybody thinks, but when you look at Vic Joseph... Vic Joseph's big old donger. I don't think so. (laughs) .tumblr.com Is that a super kick or a thrust kick? Speaking of which... I know this is the wrong show, but last week, he kept correcting Shivani and JR. They would be like, big super kick. And he'd be like, thrust kick. That was a great thush, thrust kick by uh, Scorpio Sky. Like, Fuck off, dude. That was a good move. By, uh, it's a decent it's a decent finish, but it still looks kind of stupid if you think of it. Yeah. But the hammerlock Larry. The hammerlock Larry is one of those things that only looks good if the other person sells it. Sure. Like, really sell it. I think that applies for most wrestling maneuvers. No, you could do a beautiful fi- five-star frog splash, and the other guy doesn't have to sell it. What a win. What a momentum-building win. It depends. Who did he fight at Money in the Bank? What's that? Who did um, Davari fight at Money in the Bank that you went to? I, I, did he fight Nice? Having trouble hearing you. You're having trouble hearing me. Yeah, it's doing that thing where it cuts your audio when you talk. Well, that's not good. It's nothing on my end. Oh wait, this is that thing that happens when we uh, when we do title subject to change because your computer doesn't know how to like watch the network and have a Skype call. Yep, they just said it. They just said that Davari fights Tony Nese for the Cruiserweight title at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view that you went to. Yeah, it's just, that's what I said before. I didn't realize he was fighting Nice at the pay-per-view. Dude, wait a minute. Do you remember that? Do you remember when the Cruiserweight title was defended on pay-per-view? <laughs> <laughs> Even the pre-show. Even the pre-show. Something like that. Mind games being played no, 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 no. I remember um, some piece of shit that I don't particularly care for fought Neville 
um, at WrestleMania for the Cruiserweight title, but it was on the pre-show. Do you remember that? Vaguely. I don't want to say his name because he's a piece of shit. But that will be my last opportunity. Really, Oni? Throughout my career, I've dealt with adversity, and it's taught me that nothing comes easy. He's not good at promos. I work harder, train harder, and fight harder. Oh, Oni, Lord. Oh, well, he's not, he's not screaming about his jacket, so. <laughs> nothing will stop me from becoming Cruiserweight champion. Ugh, dude. Ugh. Oni Lorcan, a good guy. I don't know why we ever thought that was a good idea. Oh, the Singh Brothers. Uh. <laughs> this is great. I'm so glad we're watching this episode. It's the Bollywood Boys, son. Is that Beer Country? Who's that? The Singh Brothers are here on 205 Live. Where did you come up with this stuff? By watching them. Open your eyes. They are certainly full of themselves. They are certainly full of many, many dreams of Hollywood fame. What are the job guys wearing? It's very disconcerting. The Singh Brothers making their return here to 205 Live in... Oh, it is. Hey, look, with Mike Kyoto. We were just talking about him. Where is Mike Kyoto? We were talking about, we were talking about uh, Jack Dow. Yes. Um, they're wearing singlets. One-strap singlets. And they're shiny, like, reflective silver. And they have, like, gold scratch marks on the side of them. Oh, and they have gold knee pads and silver kick pads. Like, almost like they were almost like they were hit by a rabbit wolverine. Dude, gold knee pads, silver kick pads. How awful does that look? <laughs> Here on 205 Live, and that's not great. <laughs> not great at all. That's a very fair point. Still, apart from they don't pay whoever part of con- whatever part of the country they're in, they don't pay their local talent that much if those guys have that gear. They're in Louisville, Kentucky. Yep, those guys get screwed. <laughs> I'm surprised they have all their teeth. Well, we haven't got a close-up. Maybe it's a mouth guard with teeth painted on it. <laughs> it's, it's painted to look like teeth. Which is the one that Randy Orton threw through a table? Uh, the other one. Not the one that's on the Samir. I, I, I can never remember which one's Samir and which one's Samir, because I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah, all I know is, one, and, and I'm not saying anything, you know, all I know is one of them got thrown uh, through a table yeah, by Orin. And, and like, almost crippled one of them. Yeah, like, didn't he, like, tear his shoulder or something? I'm pretty sure, yeah. more attitude on their shoulders this week as opposed to last week. It seemed right there. Also, yes, I know I was fucking with it during the show, but I think I fixed it. Oh, you did? The Skype doesn't like you. So you did fix it or you did? I think so. Okay. Better now, better now. Is Nigel still great on NXT UK? Hello, Nigel. I miss Nigel. Not that Wade Barrett's bad. Don't get me <laughs> wrong. Mike, I love Mike Wade Barrett. Mike Kyoto's face just looks like he's had enough of this shit. Yeah. yeah well, he's dude, it's fucking almost 11. He's been there since fucking 2. He's old now. Yeah, he's probably fucking done. Like, it's 2011? No. It's almost 11 o'clock at night. 
Oh. Mike Chioda's probably been there since 2 o'clock in the afternoon. He's old now, so he's sleepy. And he's like, fuck this shit, I'm done, I just want to go home. Yeah, I thought, I thought the point you were making is it's 2019, he's been there since 1992. Well, that too. Well, you, you could, you're probably sick of it. All of it. Last week, the Lucha House Party absolutely ruined. And I said, absolutely ruined. Or welcome back to the 205 Live. Actually, brother, brother, we were too distracted because 1.3 billion people in India, they were tweeting us, messaging us. But those luchadors, they snuck up on us. Okay, Stu, you gotta, you gotta say this. They cut a better promo than Tony Nese. They do, right? And they cut a better promo than Oni Lorcan. Why didn't, um, why didn't Aiden English ever fight in 205 Live? Why didn't Aiden English ever fight in 205 Live? Wouldn't it have made sense? He was like a buck sixty-eight. But he's a jacked up. Barely. Hey, it's 205 Live General Manager Drake Maverick. I'm glad we're finally on the same page. Me too. Uh, Maria? Where'd you think you were going? Oh. Inside. Mike has a match. And I appreciate that. But remember what you just said to me. We must respect the integrity of the match. Mm-hmm. And that's why you are also barred from ringside. Angry Maria face. Anger, angry Maria face is fucking scary, dude. No way! People tuning, especially for Maria. This is a tragedy. That's true. That is true. I'm going to kick him right in his vagina. <laughs> to hey. celebrate Make-A-Wish World Wish Day, Richard that means wanted to share the power of a wish. It kind of didn't feel real at all until it hit me. Uh, I know when I was in the hospital. Oh, hey, Finn Balor. Brown snowman. Was <laughs> 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 oh, that Mickey James? That was Mickey James and Ronda Rousey. How did he? How did how did that child not know that Ronda Rousey was there? She was sitting at the table the entire time. Yeah, like you would see her as you're walking up to the. Did you get so focused on Mickey James. Hey, I saw your vagina on the internet. Only you would make jokes during a Make-A-Wish commercial. Can you sign? Can you sign this from Arby's? <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to mention any of these people. Also, I don't know who many of these people are. Mark Andrews. Yeah. Former NXT UK Tag Team Champion. Yep. Uh, Jack Gallagher. Not allowed to mention him. No idea who that third guy is. Right. That's Umberto Carrillo. But who's the third guy? I don't fucking know. Is it, Sa- is it Saxton Huxley? Ladies and gentlemen, hey, look. please welcome gentleman Jack Gallagher. You know, she follows her freaking boyfriend everywhere. Jack, what's at stake for you in this fatal four-way match next week? What's at stake? My respect? My pride. I can't. I can't with Jack Gallagher anymore. Sorry. <laughs> Actually, with sincerity, 
I'm just grateful. I'm grateful to have the stitches in my face removed and who put the stitches in his face? Compete. And I take Was the opportunity of representing 205 Live in my home country very seriously because the competition is rougher than a dog's bark. In one corner, there's going to be one half of the NXT UK Tag Team Champions, than a dog's James Drake. Uh, oh, it's corner, James Drake. There's perhaps Wales is most. Did not recognize him at all from that Mark picture. Andrews, James Drake, the, the man who put his whole face on his ass. Oh, I think that was Zach Gibson. No, 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 no. Zach Gibson doesn't have his face on his trunks. For a guy who watches NXT UK. Umberto Dude, the Grizzled Young Veterans have been on NXT forever. I don't have been on NXT UK in a long time. That's true. Also, Umberto Carrillo right now, so generic, he's just wearing a WWE logo t-shirt. Do you remember how they, they used to do that in the Attitude Era? That's how they distinguished, like, the job guys? Yeah. Like, they would wear, like, a WWE, uh, a WWF Attitude Era shirt. Hi, I'm, I'm new here. I don't have merch yet. Oh, you're going to get your ass kicked. Dude, you know who used to wear WWF Attitude shirts all the time? Steve Blackman. Steve, Steve the Blackman? Yeah. Yes. And then D'Lo Brown started wearing them in the 2000s because he was useless. And then who else started? Oh my God! On the sticks. Billy Gunn started wearing them at one point. Like, it's like you you just were really at the bottom of the barrel if you're wearing the company merch. Future Ninja! And that will be one hell of a contest, but we have one in front of us right here, right now. It's the greatest song ever! That's right, even though he's not! Not at all. Not even close. <laughs> See from Providence. Or was it uh, Holbrook? I don't know this one. But it's not Boston. I know it's not Boston. No. It's either Southern Mass or it's Rhode Island. Do you have this? Do you have this song on my phone? I do too. Um, he showed up. Um, I think it was on a fucking money. In, I think it was on a Money in the Bank pay per view. Like, yeah, him and Maria debuted, and I remember thinking this was gonna be the best thing ever. <laughs> And then Maria got pregnant, and they were like, "We don't actually no, it didn't even take that long." He had a he had a two week feud with Sami Zayn, and then we were like, "We don't know what to do with you." <laughs> Sorry. And you can and and tell me, Mike doesn't look like he's in great shape right now. Brian Kendrick. Yeah. Even in the odds. Yes, very good point, Nigel. Thank you. All right, now. unfairly, but this match now, the rubber match between these two superstars. Whoa. with a big clothesline. All the way to the outside. No disqualification. Pinfall submission has to take place inside the ring. 
But these guys are not inside the ring right now, spilling out early. Dude, Tozawa can go. Oh, absolutely. He had a, a war on 205 Live in the early days with uh, Brian Kendrick. And that was that was a, a nice feud for anybody who actually saw it. That's what Maria said tonight was about for Mike Canales, to win to put himself in championship conversation. Ugh, I can't believe they're fighting for a championship held by Tony Nese. Oh, God. Like, this is 205 Live right in the era where they had Cedric as the champ. They had Buddy Murphy as the champ. Um... And again, no matter what Who did happens, fucking Mike Murphy lose it to? Inside the ring for Tozawa to win. But Tozawa uh, can do a heck of a lot of damage uh, out there. Uh, on the I don't floor. remember. Big, I thought it was a big baby face. Oh. Ow. And he did. That did you certainly seemed like it sucked. Tozawa. Maybe it was Cedric. Absolutely. It very well might Or was it uh, Musta- uh, Mustafa Ali? On his back in the early stages of this matchup. And guys, this could I forgot he used to be there, too. Oh! Dude, Mike with a sidewalk slam on Tozawa right on the ramp. They're killing each other and nobody is seeing this. <laughs> oh, Mike with the steel chairs. I forgot that I had to look up NXT Cruiserweight Championship and not WWE Cruiserweight Championship. Yes, that's a whole different thing, apparently. Did you, no, did you know TJ Perkins was the first ever NXT Cruiserweight Champion? Except he wasn't, but that's probably what they'll tell you because they recon shit. Now, Cedric came before Buddy. Yeah. Uh, Buddy lost to 220 Nice. On uh, April 7th, so what, uh, one month before this episode. So basically, this is... At, at the WrestleMania 35 kickoff show. This is exactly when 205 Live fell down a cliff. Tony Nese holds it for another month and a half or so, losing it to Drew Gulak in the kickoff of the WWE Stomping Grounds pay-per-view. Okay. Possibly the worst-named pay-per-view of the modern era. Yes. Although bragging rights is pretty bad. Stomping. At least bragging rights relates to the content on the show. Because it was the two brands fighting for bragging rights. But Stomping Grounds has a boot as a logo. But, um, so who did, who did that person lose it to? Drew Gulak? Yes, who did Gulak lose it to? Uh, Leo Rush. I liked when Leo Rush was cruising in October. Uh, and then in December, Angel Garza won it. And I also liked when Angel Garza was the cruiserweight champion. And I think that's when it started transitioning to NXT, right around the Garza time. In Oct- no, it was in Oct- it was in October, so right around when Leo Rush won the belt. Okay, when Leo Rush NXT had. cruiserweight championship. And then, and then Angel Garza lost it to George Devlin. Ah, all right, so we're not even that far removed. Um, because obviously Devlin got the title stripped from him. And Except he didn't. You, you don't eat, Oh, this is an interesting situation I find myself in. Do you know what they're doing with Devlin now? In the, in the nowadays? In the now times? Yeah, he's on NXT UK defending the title. Someone doesn't listen to my other show. So you don't know what they're doing with Devlin? Oh, in the current... Well, well, I know what they're doing on NXT UK. 
Devlin, just, uh, De- Devlin is going to be fighting at the Super Takeover event um, against uh, Escobar. Nice. Um, yeah, they haven't mentioned that on NXT UK. Of course not. He just fought. He just fought. He just fought Trent Seven. Now they didn't say yet that it's a unification match, but they may make that announcement in a couple. And it basically, it basically would be the winner becomes the undisputed NXT Cruiserweight champion. Dude, they both have the belts. It's weird. Yeah, it's just like what they did with Punk and Cena. By the way, the best thing they did for that belt was they changed it from the purple strap to the black strap. Hundred percent. Because the purple strap looks like a fucking toy. Dude, didn't it? It looked like someone's he- part of someone's Halloween costume. Hi, we got you this belt. It's made of plastic. No, you're a real champion. The black looks all right. It's it, it, it much better actually. But yeah, the purple just looked like a. Dude, I don't know. Clearly very effective. He has kept. When they unveiled that belt, I remember being like, "Oh, so it's just a toy." Alright. Oh look, it's so plastic. It's like you can buy it at your local Walmart. Pretty much. It looked like a pool toy. That's what it fucking looked like. <laughs> You know, the purple cows that make purple leather, you know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Mike Kanellis is going to... No, he's not. Is he going to suplex Tozawa? <gasps> he's going to try to. But it's gonna get, uh, yeah, but he's not going to get front... Oh, wait a minute. Tozawa is going to suplex Mike on the chairs. For our listeners at home, we should mention, this is the most interesting part of this episode. We Now we're spinning. Now we're just... Spinning. Now we're just going to... Kill the grit gimmick and buried in the ground. <laughs> oh, Mike Canellis gets suplexed into the chairs. Did they edit that to add, to add an additional round of spinning? Because it looked like the same thing from two different angles. They absolutely might have. <laughs> Yes, Mike Canales ended up getting Yes. Which does not look like a spot I think anyone would want to take. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not as bad as it looks, but it looks bad. I'm sure it feels bad, too. Thank you, Vic. You should have threw him on top of Vic, Joseph. Watch out for that SmackDown apron that's just laying there on the floor. Wait, wait, wait. Is Okay, so Tozawa has a trash can. I didn't know we were going to get a fucking hardcore match, by the way, on this episode. It's no DQ. Um, Mike Canales' pants say the opportunist. Was that a thing? That's an edge thing. So he's the new edge? Dude, I didn't know that's what it said on his pants. <laughs> on his trunks. His ass is an opportunist. Also, I never, I don't think they ever mentioned that word on WWE program describing Mike Kanellis. Oh. So Tazawa just lawn darted himself headfirst into the, into a trash can that was over Mike Kanellis' upper body. Yes. Why? 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 As, as Nigel just said, frankly, Tazawa not really using his head with that move. Because why would you throw your own head into a yeah. trash can? 
It just goes to show There's no way that hurts Mike Kanellis more. There's no fucking way. Well, Tozawa has had championship opportunities lost because of Mike Kanellis and Maria but, Kanellis. But, is now Tozawa oh, to I was going to ask you. Tozawa hits a missile drop kick. That's fine. What was his finisher before he had the, um, the Tokyo Tower? What's the Tokyo Tower? The Tokyo Tower is the ju- uh, huge jumping senton off the top rope. That I don't know. I think it was like a... I want to say it was a German suplex or like a snap German... I don't know. It was good, and then they made him stop using it. <laughs> like they do with everybody's finisher. Not ev- before anybody asks me, not everybody's finisher. But there are a lot of finishers that people use on the indies. And when they get here, they're like, no, don't do that anymore. German suplex, perhaps... Yeah. Now. For example, the only, remember, the only finisher I remember for Tozawa is, is that, that giant centaur. Uh, example, by the way, uh, Ali used to do the uh, 504 splash, remember? Do you remember when Ali used to do that? It was the, it was the reverse 450, like backwards 450. Oh yeah, but they fucked it up. Yeah, and they forced him to stop you. It's easy because he almost because he almost killed Daniel Bryan. Was it? Uh, maybe I don't know. I remember who it was. But yeah. Dude, there was even a point where Vince didn't want AJ using the Styles Clash. Because well, if, that, if them some bitches would just uh, extend their fucking heads instead of tucking their chin. I was gonna say because he almost killed James Ellsworth, but he saved his life. Yeah. Right in the middle of the ring, but somehow the stamina wove through, and Tozawa kicks out. And you see Tozawa favoring his lower back through the trash can. Let's not forget what happened early in the matchup on the steel on the stage. As Tozawa, you can hear him writhing in pain as well. And at this point in the match, that's what really yeah, Cage Match does mention a signature move, a series of Germans as a signature, a package German, deadlift German. So. Yeah, I think it was a deadlift German, and they were like, uh, no. That's going a little bit too high in the neck. That's Brock Lesnar's giving. Okay, stop that right there. I wouldn't doubt it. That was probably one of the reasons, too. Again, Tazawa grabbing at the lower back. Oh, we have a chop battle. Do you know what I noticed with chop battles? Oh, I also heard him say Stamina Monster. That one's for you as well, Oh, I used to love that. When you act like he was going to hit you and then hit you with, like, a, a right hook. I assume he still does it now, but the only thing he does now is roll up our truth for the 24-7 title. It's a cool boy title. He doesn't actually wrestle anymore. That was a nice kick. That was great. Oh. Oh, that's the move. The deadlift German. That was more of a snap. Okay. Fine. But he dropped him on his head, didn't he? Get that shot right up to that Right? <laughs> Zoom in if you could. could you? Why is why is this? I might. You know, I'm sure this has been explained at some point. But why does he have like Spider-Man pattern on his on his shorts? But I'll give him credit. Also, there's some numbers on his shorts. It says like 19 something. That patented senton? 
Tokyo Tower? Whatever. Ouch. To the face. To the face. face. given the time to recuperate and get back up there. On July 22nd, 1985. You know when you were born, July 22nd? Nothing. Raising the stakes My birthday's in July, it's not the 22nd. 7th. Hey. Ah! <laughs> Sorry, I'm just glancing at his Wikipedia page, because I was trying to see if there's anything related to the spiderweb pattern on his shorts, but... Uh, the, 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 the first section is him in Dragon Gate. Uh, real quick, not to interrupt you. That was a deadlift. That was a deadlift on the apron. On the fucking apron. <laughs> Uh, he teamed with Vangelis, a wrestler with a Nazi stripper gimmick. And you saw Mike. He was out on his feet. Wait, which Dragon Gate? Don't say USA. Don't say USA. Don't say USA. With the super kick onto the Topei. was the third graduate of the Dragon Gate Dojo to debut. Okay. The reason I ask which one, because if that gimmick happens in Japan, it's kind of different over there. But if that gate happened in the States, that's just completely Fuck. Uh, Tozawa, by the way, perched on the ring post, about to do a senton through two tables, but Mike Canales rolled off the tables. I remember this. I think I remember it too, and I'm scared of what happened. <laughs> oh, there's a super kick. Yes, thank you. At least they still call it that in the in the WWE. Tozawa could be out. now. Super kick. Now, looking to put an exclamation point on this matchup. Raising right hand, but enough damage has been done to Akira Tozawa. Do you think Kevin Kelly still does that in Japan? Do you think Kevin Kelly, like, when, uh, when Kenta throws a super kick, he's like, super kick! Uh, it's because it's not fun. Alright, so now Mike going to the top rope with Tozawa on the tables. Two tables set. Oh, wow. Okay. I think we're about to get the finish. Tozawa just jumps up to the apron and punches Mike in the mouth. No way. Monster Express is what it shows. So, now we're going to do the... Uh, the oh, we're going to do this. You ready for death, Sal? Oh, we're about to get death. Wait. What is, what is Mike Canellis doing? He's picking up Tozawa in a fireman's carry while... No, wait. Oh, my God. What the hell happened? So, Akira Tozawa just hurricane rana Mike Canellis off the top rope, and Tozawa kind of crashed through one table, and Canellis crashed through the other one. From the top rope to the outside, through two tables, and Tozawa fucked up his shoulder. Yep. And he's not going to pin him because he can't pin him outside because it's not a false count anywhere match. It's just a no disqualification. Right, which kind of defeats the purpose of doing it outside. Absolutely, both men. That chair must be important. Through a pair of tables. Oh, and because... That's not the finish? We're going to do fucking more? No, okay. you know why we're going to do more? He's going to sent on him with 45 chairs. Do you know why we're going to do more? Because it's been that... It's been too long from Impact to when he's going to cover him. Sure. Okay. That I don't mind. Because he didn't even attempt to cover. It's not like he kicked out. Okay, now we're done. 
Mike is dead. Tozawa. Let's let's pile chairs on top of Mike. <laughs> that's why I remember that. Because I remember that fucking hurt the run. That sucked. Yeah. Not that it sucked, but then so and then Tozawa puts three chairs on top of Canales and hits him with the t- uh, Tokyo Tower from the top rope onto three chairs. To three chairs on top of him. Who screams like his arm has been removed from his eye. Two. Okay. So when Canales... Is that his name spelled wrong on the front of his pants? Or is it just, is it just a weird font? It's a weird font. If they show it. I think I saw it earlier. I think it's a weird font. Because I swear, it looks like it says Tazoa. Hey, it's, it's Maria. Maria Canales. Maybe this is when the cuckang starts. You lost, you stupid son of a bitch. It's not even your baby. You suck. I hate you. Well, yeah, let's replay Tazawa being a fucking... That looks worse. Dude, Tazawa could have broke his neck. And then... What if I just... What, what if I put a... What if I put a... Oh... Really? Jesus Christ. And then, it's, at least it's the second rope, but still, second rope, her Karana, threw two tables on the outside. And then, Tokyo Tower. Oh, he got all chair, he didn't even get Mike. <laughs> that, that could not have felt good. No! Or either And I feel like Mike screamed like that because, like, the edge of the chair, like, slices his arm or something. Like, look how he reacts. Like, oh, you son of a bitch! Right. And look who came down to join in the celebration. Doesn't it look like it says Tazoa on his pants? Hold on, I was looking at uh, Homeless Brian Kendrick. Respecting the rules, letting his friend fight on his own and fight to victory. And you gotta wonder, Brian Kendrick about to turn on his Again? No, there's no way. No. I was gonna say, Kendrick's already turned like four times in this, in just 205's existence. Boom. They're not going to show it again. But I swear to God, it looks like it looks like his pants say Tozoa hey. instead of Tozoa. Sometimes you get yeah. what you pay for when it comes to ring gear. <laughs> anyway. Uh, remember when 205 Live was decent? You remember? That was decent. Well, me- no. Yeah. no. No, 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 no. Let's, let's be honest here. The main event was decent. <laughs> um, I didn't care much I didn't mind, for. Uh, I didn't mind Arya Davari. What was it? Arya Davari versus. I already forgot. Oh, no. Wasn't no Amdar. No Amdar. Eh, that was okay. That was alright. Um, I, I never was a fan. I can always do without. But. I would never was a fan. Well, first of all, they faced a couple jobbers. That used to be the formula in 205 Live. Two regular matches and one squash match in between. I remember Jeff used to complain about it all the time. Um. And that's the thing, is is that typically made for a decent episode of 205 Live? Because we'd have two decent matches, and then no one really cared about the squash match in the middle because it took 30 seconds. Uh, what'd you think of this episode? The main event was certainly fucking hard-hitting. 
Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy, like I said, I, I once that started coming around, I was like, I do remember this episode. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed. Uh, like I said, I like, I, I like Arya Davari. Sure. I like Noam Dar, so that yeah. I enjoyed that match. Um. I don't give a shit about Tony Nese. I wish he had lost the money in the bank, which he didn't, which is stupid. But... And again, the Singh brothers don't give half a flying fuck about the fucking Singh brothers. Well, but... yeah, I don't blame you. Um, I was a little bit disappointed only because I thought this was the really early times of 205 Live. I think it was like 2017 when they had uh, Cedric and Ali and fucking, you know... Why are you showing me a picture of Tozawa? His pants kind of look like it says Tozawa. Anyways. You didn't have to... I was going to... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it was okay, this episode. Like I said, I was kind of hoping we got, like, the more classic 205 livers. Um, I also was kind of secretly hoping for an episode with Enzo, but, you know. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not in 2019, my friend. No. That would have been, like, what, like 2016? No, maybe 2017. I don't remember. I really don't. It all starts fucking blending together. It really does. Especially with everything that's happened the last year. Yeah. So. So. That was fun. Wait, wait. You're giving me that look. Do you want to watch something else from this day? Not necessarily. Me but, neither. Uh, but I, but <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't trust you because you like to go. Hey, look over there and push the button. Well, we know what we know what it would be. Out. We know it would be SmackDown from May seventh, twenty nineteen. No, it doesn't have to be the same year. Oh, it's just the date. Right. The date is May the seventh. It's whatever year. Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that will do it for tonight. Okay. Okay. All right. So that wraps up episode 17 of Title Subject Exchange. Uh, I do hope you all enjoyed it. If uh, you watched along, we appreciate that. Uh, next time on the show, Sal and I will be watching one of the 14 things on uh, Peacock. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um but as always, thank you for listening. Thank you, uh, Troy, for the cool logo. Uh, be safe, be kind, be protocoled. Um, Sal, you got your uh, you got your shot today. I did. Uh, dose one because I got the visor shot. So. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't even have the opportunity to sign up yet because New Hampshire is weird. Well. But, Eventually, in like 2027, you'll get your shot. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got my shot. We eradicated that th- two years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I got my shot. <laughs> you want a cookie? You got cookies? Uh, all right. <laughs> so, any, any, any parting words? Um, no, I don't have any words. Okay. Not even a little bit. Uh, Viva La Network. I'm going to get a tattoo of the WWE <laughs> Network. <laughs> just just to commemorate it before it becomes peacockified completely. Get the, get the, get the, 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 the slash logo. 
but yeah. just sneak a little I in between the two parts of the W. That's, that's, <laughs> and then an A at the end, that's your Viva. I got you, boo. I there got you. Go. So join us next time when Sal and I go. Back in time! the most effort you've put into that in months. Okay, I went all Axl Rose at the end. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at rundownnetwork. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the Salzer Effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production.